You're listening to The Red Tales, the Red by Moddy Body podcast, which candidly celebrates the messy and iconic parts of our teenage years and our bodies. From juggling changing friendship groups, dealing with first heartbreaks, and waking up to changing body parts, our teenage years are filled with the most defining and often cringeworthy moments of our lives. Luckily, we're not alone. Red by Moddy Body is sustainable, easy to use period underwear for tweens and teens. It gives us the best protection against period leaks and stains so we can ditch pads and get on with living our best lives. I'm Sasha Meany, your host, and every fortnight I'll be joined by a young Aussie who isn't afraid to open up about the all-too-relatable moments from their teenage years and how they lived to tell the tale. One of the worst things about Facebook is its candid ability to force us all to relive painful memories at the most inconvenient times. Like when you log on at 8am only to be reminded that on this day five years ago was your year 12 formal. Insert picture of outdated fashion, another questionable hair phase, and over-the-top LaVisa earrings everyone on the Titanic could have been saved by. Yep, formals can bring out the unrecognisable within all of us. But it's only when the music has stopped and the glitter has fallen that we can begin to ask ourselves, was it worth it? The big, the bad, the wait time for the girls' bathroom... Yep, today we're talking formals. The climax of any high school calendar, but for many, the road to the event is usually more exciting than the event itself. So, why is there so much hype around it? And what if it's not for you? Sophia Morrison learnt this lesson the long way. Sophia's story is all about how we don't have to feel obliged to go to events just because it's a milestone or it's what's expected of us. Welcome to the podcast, Sophia Morrison. We're hey, so ha- Hello, we're so happy to have you. Do you want to tell us a bit about yourself to begin? Yeah, sure. My name's Sophia Morrison, as said. I'm a performer, a writer. I'm a little bit stinky, but overall, you know, doing quite well. I'm optimistic type. <laughs> Surviving. Yeah. Um, and you're going to be talking to us today about your first formal, all yes. the kind of festivities that happen, you know, towards the latter end of your high school years and such. What kind of person were you, you know, in those last few years? Oh, I was just, I was, a. Ugh, I've always been that weird sort of a mix between trying to be a crowd pleaser, thinking that I should be a crowd pleaser, but also feeling the tension to not. Right. Feeling the tension to be like, oh, I know that's bad. I shouldn't be like that, but still <laughs> please like me. <laughs> so really weird push and pull. It was that weird? I liked my final last years of school because I recognised that within myself. Yeah, yeah. As in, you began to like separate those two feelings. Oh, you weren't, yeah. You weren't fully ready to be. I'm completely myself, yes. and I'm going to do exactly what I want. But you had begun to pull apart. Those exactly, dissect it a little bit more. Yeah, so that you can really focus on 100%. how much you weren't being yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so you were you in a large group of friends who were going through similar things or yeah. I, I was in the most part there were I went to an all-girls school yeah. and very lucky to of course but I found it was an I mean I can't compare I didn't go to two different high schools at the same time but I found this very intensified feeling of being acutely aware of everything that was going around you socially mm. and I was a bit of a wanderer, which I'm happy that I was. Mm. I, was I had friends. I was very lucky, but I was also very um, very conscious of Sasha did this to Sally and Sally did this too, which was a dynamic within itself. No, it is, it is something that I would definitely relate to at an all-girls school, particularly, I mean, what we're going to discuss is 
formals and yeah. those kind of festivities. And I remember when formals started coming up for me, it was who are you bringing to the dance? Oh, 100%. Yeah, like which boy from the train are yes, you asking? Yes. And I was, it was just so – it felt like everybody became under the microscope But because before that you could just exist in your little friend groups. Yes. Yeah. But then once your whole year has to come together in a formal setting – you're so concerned about what everybody else is doing. Oh, the 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 pecking orders on a chopping block. Yeah. And you're so aware of who's above you, who's below you. Yeah. And you don't want to come too dressed up. No. Because then Stephanie at the top's gonna feel pfft. You're out of your place. Exactly. <laughs> Get that crown off your head. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. And I love for me personally, contrasting to that when I was in year six, when I had like it's so meow, meow, meow. I know. I had my year six graduation, the year six, what is it? Farewell. Yeah. And, oh, my God, I remember my mum, bless her, went to get me a dress. Mm. In my head, all I wanted was a floral, asymmetrical, sort of very <laughs> Missy Higgins, not really, but in my head, okay. Delta Goodrum type thing. And she came home with a black, strapless, ruched, to the floor dress, and I just wanted to scream. Did you scream? Yeah. Oh, you did? I did a little, like, I had a whole tanty. I had a bit of a... Your poor mother. Oh, poor mum. Poor, I was a whole, like, mum, um, I thought you knew me better than this. <laughs> and the poor thing was like, but it's lovely. And it was, <laughs> looking back, it's a lovely dress. But in my head, I just looked like, sort of like a the weird, sad version of Wednesday Adams. So I had that black dress that my mum got me yeah. and everyone was there. Everyone met up on the ferry, on the, what do you call it? On the wharf. wharf. Thank you. And it was, I didn't have the, la- the same social pressure and obligation that I did later in life, mm. but as a 12-year-old, I was just squealing inside this constant like, Adele, there was a person in my class called Adele before Adele got famous, which was pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I know Adele. I went to school with her. <laughs> and this constant like, Adele's wearing blue and I'm wearing black. Everyone else is wearing bright colours and I'm wearing <laughs> black. Wearing like, I think I was wearing cork heels. Oh, yeah. The wedges? Was it a yeah. wedge? Yeah. yeah. Very, very sea naval themed, yeah. which I love. Yeah. But yeah, I think my ankles had never experienced that type of altitude. So you were 12 yes. when this happened? Yep. So you guys weren't at that stage yet where you were inviting other people to formal? Yeah, we weren't. Yeah. So it was still very awkward of like this is a sort of a normal Thursday school afternoon but on mm. a boat <laughs> and without the spelling bee. Yeah, yeah, fair. I mean, I wish there was a spelling bee at formal. Oh, honestly. give me a chance to show off. That'd be great. <laughs> on the dance floor, yeah. Exactly. And then when you get to uh, high school, yeah, you mentioned that there was a formal in year 11. Yes, 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 yes. Year 11 we had a formal and year 12 we had another formal for formal. But by that time I sort of was comfortable with my friend group enough to be like, we don't have to go. Okay, we cool. don't want to go. And so we just sort of mooched around in our pajamas and had a fun time. That's lovely. Wasn't it? Very nice. You, so you didn't go to your year 12 no. formal? Wow. And how quickly did you make that decision? I think it was sort of a unanimous choice amongst the group. Mm-hmm. It was a feeling of you, we had a very dramatic year. Yeah. Which made at times it quite entertaining. But then the thought of at the end of all these exams, or I think it was just before all the exams, having to, it was almost like this last test 
to see how what everyone's going to yeah. look like at the end of high school. Who's mm. going to be the prettiest? Who's going to wear the coolest thing? Mm. And we sort of just made that decision quietly of that sounds like hell. Yeah. And of course, there's nothing wrong with wanting to dress up if you want to dress up. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. But I think having to ask that question of why am I doing this? Do I want to do this? Mm. Is this fun? Or am I doing this to like prove Take myself? something off. Yes, exactly. Same as year six, funnily enough, also on a boat. And did your mum cry again? My mum cried. You abused her again? <laughs> she did not like She did not like it. The whole thing about the dress, the commotion, me always forgetting that I get seasick until I go on a boat. <laughs> really really happily quite forgetful with that stuff yeah but yeah commotion and it, so it was just too much like at the end too of that much. you were like I never want to do that again oh too much it was like it both the time both went so slowly and so quickly it, you know that feeling there is no worse feeling than being stuck on a boat for a formal oh event and just wanting to be on land oh so much so <laughs> I remember like having my feet on the ground First time not feeling nauseous in about three hours and also being like, thank God I just want to go home. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, it's lovely being on the water, but looking around yourself and being like, I can't hide. Mm. What am I going to do? This I can't see any dinny to escape from. I'm doing lots of loops. I'm doing a lot of social loops. Oh, going to the bathroom? It's many going times. to the bathroom. Oh, and this tiny little bathroom so you can hear everyone and there's a knock on the door and you're like, no, I'm staying in here for a bit longer. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of pressure in those bathrooms. Oh, it's so much. Because it's a huge queue and then you see the guys over there and they're just like in, out, in, out. And it's you think to yourself, why does it take so long? But then as soon as you sit down, I'm not giving up that seat. Oh, never. <laughs> I've waited. I've waited for that throne and I'm I'm happy to be the next heir to it. <laughs> not giving it up. Not giving it up too easy. It's really the best feeling. <laughs> Gonna spend 20 minutes doing nothing, just sitting. Oh, and you leave. You leave and everyone looks at you and just do a, you know what happened in there. So in year 12 you decided, I'm going to just do this from the comfort of my home. Yeah. I don't need to do this at sea. Don't need to. Look, I've got, I can fill the tub up if I wanted some. <laughs> just have a little splash around with my friends. Nice. And so you and your friends had a sleepover. What did you guys do? Did you? Oh, we just watched some movies. We were in our pyjamas. We, by that time of legal age, had some wine and Ooh. I know, very nice, very sensible. In our um, in our pyjamas, watched some movies, giggled a bit and just sort of reminisced. That's so nice. In a comfortable way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's incredibly self-aware. Like it for is. you to take yourself out of that situation and say, you know what, I just want to hang out with my friends. And did your friends agree yes. with you? Were there any kind of... Was there any kind of awkwardness? Because I don't know if I had that confidence, you oh, know, yeah. in year 12 to separate myself. I, the only time I had some kind of confidence like that was there was the year 12 scavenger hunt and <gasps> girls got really drunk and they did these tattoos. And I said to I really didn't want to do it. Yeah, like I just was not fast and I wasn't, again, that pecking order. I just yeah. felt like I would be on show and I didn't, mm. you know, didn't want to do that. But I was sat at home. Yeah. Feeling miserable about oh, it that night. Thing. And seeing all these photos and thinking, like, I'm such a loser. Like, how yeah. could I? You can't win, though, because I, I, I remember feeling that even in year 12, of, like, even when I was with my friends, mm. even though you know I don't want to be there, you you have those voices in your head of, like, but everyone else is who's there is so cool and if only I could fit in and mm. be like them, even though you know that's not what you want and being home is better, but there's that constant judgment yeah. It's just so icky. 
It's so icky. It's so, uh, and particularly when it's like, you can feel that it's meant to be fun. Like the scavenger hunt, it's meant to be fun yeah. and we're all friends, but we're not really friends. Yeah. And the focus is not where it's meant to be, but you can't really change that as one tiny little pawn in a massive sea of fish. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing is that you, I don't know how big your year group was. Mine was 200 girls. Oh. And I remember year 12, everybody was just on top of everybody in that sense. And there was even one stage where they put up a physical divide in the year 12 room and there was a joke that it was the wall like separating cool people from not oh cool people. God. But then one day somebody just took it down. They're like, guys, this is very dramatic. But that for me then going to something like the scavenger hunt yeah, or going to something like formal kind of felt made me feel more like an outsider because I was such a floater yeah, in my yeah. social groups. And I was so much more into study and I felt really self-conscious. The funny thing being that now when people talk to me about what they thought of me in year 12, nobody thought that of me. Yeah. Everyone thought that I was so independent and so scary. Like, I don't know if you've had people say things like that to you about yeah. your schooling time. Have they? And it makes you want to shake your head because it's that, that really awful thing of at the time you you're so hyper-analyzing what everyone else, the same thing mm. of being like, everyone else thinks I'm lame or thinks I'm this, I'm not hanging out with, I'm not going to the parties that I should be going to. Mm. And I met up with a friend that I hadn't seen in for years last weekend. And I said to her, I don't know why, I said to her, oh, I'm so sorry that I was like, if I was floating or if I was like this outsider. Mm. Weirdly enough, I don't know why I thought of saying it. And she said to me, what? I didn't. I didn't even think of it like that. Mm. I, of course, I was a bit distant, but I wasn't. You so, and I think sometimes with time, particularly, I'm not sure if you found this, with time you almost crystallise those ideas that, and sometimes when you crystallise them with nostalgia, it's harder to analyse them. Yeah. It's, you look back and you think, actually, do you mean as in when you crystallise them, you can't, like, you can't, interject yeah yeah to those ideas you can't say to yourself I'm wrong do you yes, mean you can't break into them in a way. yeah no I agree so you know for me I had it in a very early age that you know I wasn't funny or I wasn't like I wasn't funny I wasn't tall I wasn't pretty like all these things so <sighs> I said to myself okay you're the smart one yeah like that's what it's gonna be and that went straight into formal time as well was so I was like, I'm I'm not the loudest. Like I dare I dare make a joke in yeah. front of a large group of people. I'm so scared, kind of thing. It's that weird thing like we're Sims that you have to pick a character trait. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I'm obviously not uh, socially accepted, so I m might just opt for being the smart one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And past year twelve, have you felt more comfort in? like making those decisions for yourself, not feeling oh. like you have to be part of a pack. Yeah, yeah. I think going into uni, there was this sort of new feeling of what do I do now? I'm in this new social group. Do I recreate what happened at high school? Do I? And then all of a sudden just meeting people and having to think, I don't have to do that. Yeah. I don't have to think, I mean, of course it's a journey. Mm. I don't have to constantly be aware of like, what do they think of me? What yeah. am I meant to be? What box am I meant to fit in? Mm. And just trying trying to relearn that whatever shape or form you come in is great. Yeah, whatever shape or form. And also like, would, do you have 
any advice? I mean, we've kind of touched on it already. But yeah. Do you have any advice for, you know, little year 11, year 12 Sophia who was umming and ahhing about those decisions and about, you know, that push and pull between wanting to be liked but wanting to do your own thing? Do you have any advice for that, Sophia? Yeah, I would, I would almost say it doesn't matter. Like if you make the, whatever decision you make, if it, if it's the wrong decision, it's all the right decision. It's not going to affect the rest of your life. Mm. And of course, listen to listen to what you really want to do. Listen to your heart, listen, all that, you know, yeah. yum, yum, yum stuff. And really try to think of in a perfect world, what will I be doing? What gives me the less the least amount of stress? Mm. What what would I be the happiest doing? But even if I make the wrong decision, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Really. Because then you know for next time. Exactly. It's not a zero to 100 thing. You mm. slowly get up there and you'll fall, but get up there again. <laughs> That's so positive. Well, thank you so much for chatting to us today. Thank you for having me. Despite what you see on TV, school formals don't involve entry music, Chuck Bass or choreographed dancing, but a gal can dream. In reality, formals can be a lot of stress for a little bit of fun. It's easy to get swept up in the conversation unfolding around you and be filled with a sense of unease, pressure and insecurity in trying to keep up. From finding the right outfit to finding a table, it's easy to feel left out, nervous or just down. In moments like this, it's important to remember that a formal is just an event. Not a big event or the only event, but just a moment in time that too shall pass. Taking the time to notice and understand your emotions in the moment is an important milestone towards becoming comfortable with yourself, whatever the night and wherever it may take you. It's good to remember, one, it's okay not to go hard. Booze, beats and bodies, formals can bring out the best and the worst of us. Some people like to drink beforehand and some like to party after. If you feel uncomfortable by the idea or even left out because you're not part of it, remember alcohol will always be there, but the night won't be. A good night can happen without drinking and it's sometimes better to practice having fun without it. You still get a good time, but without the hangover. Try not to get hung up on what you don't have by reminding yourself of what you do. Two, it's okay to go it alone. Talk to anybody over the age of 18 and they'll tell you the exact same thing. Dating sucks. While it can be exhilarating and fun, especially when you do meet the right person, often in the search for somebody else, we lose who we are. If you're worried about being a single Pringle the night of the event, tell your friends how you feel. It's important to communicate with those close to you if you're feeling vulnerable, so they can make an effort to take your mind off things and help you shake your groove. Like anything, the night is what you make of it, so make a commitment to being present with the people you love. Remember, even if you're not romantically attached at the moment, friendships are a reminder of your capacity to love and be loved, as well as your capacity to have successful, nurturing relationships, whatever the status. Three, it's okay to dance like nobody's watching. If you're the kind of person that dances like a dad rather than a Shakira, show it off. No arguments. Thanks for listening to The Red Tales, the Red by Modi Body podcast. If you enjoyed tuning into today's episode, related a bit too much to the story, or learned something new, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. If you're curious about how Red by Modi Body underwear protects you against period leaks and you'd love to give it a try, visit the Red by Modi Body website at modibody.com red. You can even join the Red Squad by signing up on our website to receive exclusive VIP offers. Because you've tuned into our podcast today, 
we're giving you a special offer that's exclusive only to our podcast listeners. Simply use our special code PODCAST and you'll get a 10% discount on any RED product, excluding bundles. Lastly, to keep up with all things RED, make sure to follow us on Instagram at RED by Remember, life is messy, but your period doesn't have to be.